Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. We are back and we're black. Well, <laughs> Whoa. I don't know where that came from. It just came from. I was trying to think of like something fun to say. And then I was like, back, black, heart attack. I don't okay, know. Let me do the snap. <laughs> um, well, we've, we are black. We've been black. Yes. We're being black. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the middle of August, the halfway uh, slog. Oh my God, is September ever going to get here? I'm dying. Uh, did you see somebody posted that the the farmers are almanac says that we're going to have a crazy winter? And I'm like, well, welcome to Jersey. Oh, I'm, I'm I have a I have a wedding to go to in Montana, and I'm like 95 percent sure I'm not going to like make the. I just feel like the flight's not going to take off. There's going to be like. A flock of moose are going to get loose on the runway and just slip and slide in Montana. Like, I don't know what happens there. I feel like it's not going to happen. But honestly, I want to go. One of my friends moved to Montana, and I have plans to sleep on her couch. Like, I want to see big sky country. Like, that's on my agenda. Girl, dig up your fanciest flannel and your (laughs) warmest woolen socks and get thee thee there. (laughs) I will. So what did you do this weekend? Um, this weekend. Well, I told you, I told you off air, my, my new life's ambition. I don't even care about the money. I don't care about retirement. I just want to get to a point in my career where I can just like peace out for the month of August because even though it's my birth month and I, and I love it, I'm sorry, Leo's, but like August is like the armpit of the calendar, (laughs) especially if you're in New York. I don't know about the rest of the country, but like New York, it's just a festering cesspool of stank. And uh, so this weekend, even though I was sick, I was like feverish. I had I was on antibiotics. I was sniffling. I got my sick butt on the bus and went down to Asbury Park, New Jersey, just to get to the beach. Like just that's how bad it is. Just to get out of this neighborhood. That's what I the links I went to. How long was that bus ride? Well, so <laughs> it was supposed to be. So I I wasn't even taking the bus to Asbury Park. I was taking the bus to my friend's house, and she was going to drive us the rest of the way to Asbury Park. So, of course, I dragged fiancé boo, but I'm I'm not really telling him, like, how far exactly we're going to be going. Because, one, I don't really know, and two, bus schedules are weird, and three, I I wanted him to, like, be okay with it. Um, You know, we're on a budget, so I was like, we're really close to the George Washington Bridge. The bus stop is right there. Port Authority has, like, a satellite bus stop. We'll just take the train down two stops, hop on a bus, and call it a day. But of course, like the train schedule was wrong on Google Maps and it was totally different when we got there. We missed our train. So the next train wasn't for an hour. I mean, sorry, bus. And we got on the bus finally and we were on it for half an hour having a good time. Like we had a little Dunkin' Donuts. Next thing you know, we're like going the wrong direction. I don't know where we are and we're supposed to transfer apparently. And then we get off and we're like in the middle of, I don't know, something called West New York. 
Okay. I, never, I never knew there was a West New York. Yeah, I knew there's an East New York, but I didn't know that. Is that a Jersey thing, like the West New York? Oh, I don't know. I just know like East New York. There was like a lot of candies and a Mandy's and a, a, a children's place and a Dunkin' Donuts. That's all I know. So um, <laughs> we had to put up like a flare gun and get rescued by my friend. So she drove out and that was that was our bus adventure. Oh, that's nice. I don't know. The bus is it's hard. It's very I could do a train. I could do a plane. I can. The bus is just not my cup of tea. When it's right and it's good, it's good. You know, like when you mm-hmm. do, when you get the schedule, when you get there on time, you get a seat. It's good. But when it's bad, it's bad. I mean, it was it was not good. But anyway, we finally made it to the beach, and it was really nice. Nature's neti pot is what I called it because I was like all sniffly. But uh, <laughs> cleared me right. Sorry, that was that gross. No, <laughs> that's fine. Cleared yeah. me right on up, and I'm on the mend. Feel much better. It was nice. It was just. It's, it's, I'd rather be hot on the beach than, you know, hot in Inwood. Sorry, Inwood. Yeah, no, I can see that. But you are funky. Oh, we have an exciting announcement. Oh, that's right. We do. I was like, we do? <laughs> we don't. Remember we, we talked about it before? We had Soul Blink yeah. Lando. <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you so- guys come to us for the order and the... <laughs> The organization <laughs> skills that we provide. <laughs> you you see us. No, yeah, I'm super excited. So we're officially one year old. Shoulder shimmy. Well, 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 11 months. Okay. I mean, well, we're about to, we're coming up on one year. Coming up on one year in September. This baby we call Brown Ambition. I can't believe it's been a, a year. I know. It does not feel like it. This will be episode 40. No, this will be episode 50. <gasps> oh my gosh. Like how, where has the time gone? Is this what it feels like to be a parent? Who are you asking? You're the one who has kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one working our baby baby, uh, right? <laughs> I no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But it just feels, you know what it is? It just feels like part of my life now. Like, it just feels natural. It's You know what's so crazy? I can't fully remember before we started doing this because it's just like, oh, something that we do every week. And at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. It's like, well, this is just something that we do. So, Aww. yeah. Well, thank you for coming on this adventure with me. Yeah, no, thank you for inviting. Some like slow, lovely romantic music in the background. <laughs> are you going to ask me? Are you going to propose finally? <laughs> I did when I said, Tiffany, will you do this podcast with me? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. And you're like, okay. That's basically, literally that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll bless no. you with my star power. Sure. <laughs> no, I just was like, because you know what? I wanted to do a podcast, but I was like, I don't have. I'm not technically inclined at all. So it was just like kind of in my mind, like, oh, that would be nice. But not, you know, I can't possibly do like the stuff behind the scenes. And then here you came in and I'm like, oh, even better. Because who wants to hear you talking to yourself? I know, right? You know, (laughs) that happens. But I just, it feels like it paid off. Like we look, I just checked our reviews and I haven't checked in a while. Five star rating on iTunes, you guys, you guys, you guys guys are the best. Five stars. Like, there's a lot of great, good podcasts out there that don't have five stars. And um, I just feel like the love is genuine and our audience is so, like, is so um, loyal and just, like, loves mm-hmm. the show and gets what we're trying to do here. So we wanted to find a way on our to celebrate our coming up one-year anniversary slash birthday um, to say thank you and to give back a little something-something to our fans. So we're going to host a Brown Ambition Dinner. Yes, I'm super, super, super excited. An intimate dinner with some of our listeners, and we're going to have a little contest. 
And if you win, we haven't figured out all the details yet because, like yeah. I said, we're queens of planning. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, we don't know how many. We don't know. We just know that it's going to be in New York, correct, Manny? New York Manny? City, yes. Yes. So, so you would have to be in the surrounding area and be able to get here. Or willing to, you know, get here somehow. Yeah. Um, but we'd love to have a small group. We're thinking in the five to ten people range, but it's really yeah. going to depend on what kind of responses we get to this contest. Um, Tiff, do you want to tell people a, bit, a little bit about it, what we're asking them to do? It's very simple. Yeah, we just want you to share with us what does Brown Ambition kind of mean to you and how does it show up in your life? Um, we just love to get to know you better, and this is kind of like our sneaky little way of getting to know how awesome you are. So, yeah, so if you could email us at... You already know. I don't know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Maybe by the time we get to be a year, she'll have our, our email address. Ready, set, go. Email us, please, at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. The deadline is September 1st. Yes. September 1st. That yes. is in how many days? What is today? I don't know. What's You have like two weeks. Two weeks. Please send an email with your name and yeah, tell us what brown ambition means to you, um, and or tell us, you know, what's what's a time in your life when you feel like you've really just personified brown ambition. Um, we're just looking for really genuine, like personal stories because we know what brown ambition means to us, but we really are doing this for you and like as a a way to acknowledge the power of literally brown ambition. Yeah, um, and we just want to get to know y'all. Eat some delicious food. The force of brown ambition. Yeah, what are we gonna eat? I'm so excited. I think I was thinking, like, remember that restaurant I was telling you about? Oh, the Bio yeah. Bio. Bio, Bio, right? I was Peruvian. Mm. Ooh, so it's a Peruvian? Okay, yeah, so good. You know so, we like good food. So the food yes. will be popping. The conversation will be amazing. It will. Obby. Exactly. So, yeah, so we're super excited. So don't forget, send us what brown ambition means to you. We're going to pick anywhere from five to ten guests. And we're going to have Din Din in the city, New York. Um, and yes, we're buying. I know you're thinking. You're like, my budget. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, just buy. make your way here. We'll, we'll buy. So exciting. I can't wait. Okay. Again, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Yay. Yes. And I love, honestly, I love when you guys tweet us because like, I'll totally forget that I've said something like on, like on the BA podcast. Right. And then somebody will tweet us. Or, you know, they'll tag me at the Budget Easter or Ma- Mandy. You're not Mandy Money on uh, Twitter. You're Mandy Woodruff. I am Mandy Woodruff on the Twitters. Yes. Mandy with the I, Woodruff, two Fs. And so when you tag us and stuff and they're like, and you give us suggestions or you say like, I'm listening and I love you guys. Or you just, sometimes you just like, you'll just be like, I just listened to something you said and it made me laugh. I love when you do that. So just, I'm just letting you know, if you want to tweet us. Um, the BA podcast on Twitter and also us personally, Mandy with an I, Woodruff, and the Budget Nista. I just love that. Just to say, you know, congratulations, happy anniversary. I don't know. Something we said that was funny. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I know you guys are out there and you're not leaving reviews. So this is your chance. Okay. Yes. It's been a year. We're working really hard. Go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, go to Google Play, wherever you listen, and leave us a, cl- a kind review wherever you listen um it just means more people can find us and i just want to say we've already had five thousand downloads for the month of august and we're only halfway there look at us we we is fancy we <laughs> on fire five thousand downloads you guys so who are you who are the people oh, yes get uh, thee to the interwebs and find the reviews and it- review review review
Um, so let's talk about these Olympics. <laughs> can we? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like the world has changed in the last week between the Olympics, like before the Olympics and after? Because my whole life has been watching these clips and these like live events more than... For- First of all, Mr. Bolt, I just want to say the level of disrespect. Now, I'm, I'm just saying this in a facetious way. He is hilariously awesome. Did you see the memes? Like when he mid, mid-run, mid he turns his head and like smiles cheekily at the what? camera? No, I haven't watched his brace yet. Oh, my gosh. Mandy, you have to watch it. First of all, there's... Oh, here, the first thing that popped up when I Googled his name <laughs> was this <laughs> picture. <Yes. laughs> That's Look at his feet blurry and his face is like, you see me. <laughs> He honestly, he's amazing. So first of all, so it's a hundred meters. So it's a very quick race. And so like you see them out at the block and you see this guy has this huge lead. This man is like, yeah, that's cute. Clearly overtakes and then just blows past him to win the race. And I just was like, he's, he's honestly just amazing. And what I, I was reading, like, you know, more of this, like, I guess more of like the, what makes him different is that most, while most athletes or most runners are kind of de, instead of accelerating, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they reach a point where they accelerate very quickly and they start to slow down. When they're starting to slow down is really when he starts to really kick up mm. and that it takes him longer to decelerate. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I mean? It takes him longer for him to slow down. And I just thought, wow, just to watch him run, he is. And I know Jamaica was going crazy. I saw this funny meme of this guy like wearing like all Jamaican paraphernalia and like um, flag stuff all over his body. And they're like, how Jamaicans are going to go to work today. <laughs> but wait, wait, I'm still not over the gymnastics, which I know is old news now. But can we talk about Simone Biles? Oh, my gosh. She's not, just amazing. She's just like a little I, I don't I, I had heard so much about her. I was almost like, let me just whatever. I don't feel like looking her up like, oh, she's the next next coming of gymnast god or whatever but um then i tuned in and then i actually watched her i don't she's like an alien she's like a four foot eight yes (laughs) child like teeny tiny 19 year old alien human being and then do you see like i remember her coach was like you could just tell her coach is just like living she's like yeah what simone does on the balance beam people can't do on the floor like on four (laughs) inches she can't it's it's like indescribable i don't know all the terms and stuff but it wasn't just her. You know what? When it was, it was the entire women's gymna- yeah. uh, gymnastics team. Like when they, you see all five of them together, they call themselves the Final Five. Um, I don't know all their names. There's a really cute little Lori Hernandez. Yeah, from New Jersey. I'm like, go ahead. Oh, is she from Jersey? Mm-hmm. And then Gabby Douglas, of course, who was like the Simone Biles before Simone was Simone Biles at the last Olympics. She was there, and it's just like such a diverse group of like awesome. young women, and they all just loved each other, and then they kicked yeah. ass. You they know? did. I feel like, you know, the Olympics, what people don't realize is you think, you know, these people are wearing, like, all the American athletes have, like, Nike shoes on. They look very polished and, like, very, like, people think these people are rich, but they're not. Like, most, like, I think just a small fraction of them actually are making money off the sport. Like, Gabby Douglas's mom just filed bankruptcy. She won really? The, she won the Olympic gold. Yeah, she won the Olympic gold in London. Her mom has filed bankruptcy because that's, they, they literally give their entire life, their finances, everything, everything to this sport. Um, I mean, there's just not like a huge, cause people don't tune in to these sports until the Olympics comes around. Uh-huh. Like who's watching shot put competitions like in, you know, off season, you know, and, and giving these people the kind of ratings they need to actually bring in those huge advertising dollars and sponsorships and stuff. So these people and the ones who lose, like, 
it's not just the ones who lose either. Like I mentioned, Gabby Douglas, like these families are broke. Um, so the Olympics for them is like everything. And there's this whole conversation about, you know, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a whole thing about whether the Olympics, and this has, he's not the first person to say this, but like how much money NBC is making off this broadcast and like these athletes, I think yeah. like if you don't win, you're not making hardly anything. Um, I don't know. That's that's been in the back of my mind the whole time. When these people, when you see them crying and you see their parents crying, and you think, like they literally are giving, they gave their lives for this moment, and they don't win. You know, it's it's yeah, it's humbling. It, not to you know, now I'm the Debbie Downer, but it just brings a whole other element of like feels to watching them. You know, yeah, because like you said, like you you give your whole life to this. Like it was, I mean, this is kind of funny, but like somebody wrote, I think it was on Buzzfeed. It was hilarious. They were like, they were talking about the Usain Bolt meme and people were like, Oh, I feel like he's, you know, he's too arrogant or whatever. And he like, this person wrote just some funny comment where basically he was like, it's crazy. You see the guy to the left and to the right, giving his life, his soul. He's dying out here. And Usain Bolt is like, yeah, just trampling all over your little dreams. Like, you you know, you know, like you worked here, you worked 18 years to get here. And he's smiling at the camera like, you see me. (laughs) That's the Olympics, though. Yeah. Some people are just. I just read only. Okay, just sorry to interrupt you. But I just read that gold medal as an Olympic gymnast, they only make $25,000 for gold. Wow. And it's not just a year of like, that's $25,000 over. Let's just say they started, you know, really training four years before. That is like less than $7,000 a year in annual salary. So if you don't get like the Wheaties, if you don't get the endorsements and all the other kind of stuff. Yes. Then you don't. And even then, like, yeah, you get the endorsements. Let's just say you get $100,000 in endorsements, but it costs that much for your coach. Mm-hmm. And then what if you get injured? There's no insurance. Like you don't get covered. So go support your athletes. Stop rolling your eyes. Go to NBC.com. You can watch. If you have a cable subscription, you can watch on the uh, the live and post live videos on NBC.com. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, I mean, my weekend was, it was uh, definitely some high points and some low points. Um, A friend of mine actually passed away. She. sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was so crazy because you know how you just feel like when someone passes, you're like, I just saw them. But it was kind of coming. She had um, diabetes that she'd been struggling with. But it was some people's diabetes, I feel like, is really aggressive. You know, I know people who have diabetes and you'd never know. Mm -hmm. And then I know people who have diabetes and it's like breaking them down. And hers was really, I guess, I don't know, was breaking her down. And she had um, liver um, trouble at one point. She was getting dialysis. And then... Then she had um, uh, developed congestive heart failure. 
And meanwhile, she's 29, so not like some old woman, you know? Wow. Yeah. And it was crazy because, like, she, so she, um, she was a poet and, and also, too, she did locks. So I remember she was like, Tiffany, you never do anything with your locks. Come to the shop and I'll do them for you for free. Don't even worry about it. So I came and I don't even remember how I first met her. Just from, like, I guess being in the, on the art scene in Newark. But just, she was a big personality. Just super sweet and nice. And she offered to do my locks. I went. And then right before Essence, I remember freaking out saying, my hair is too long. I need to get it trimmed. So I called her. And she said, well, I'm not in the shop anymore. I'm not feeling so great. But you can come to my house. And I said, okay. And I went to her house. And I just remember thinking, what happened to Brianna, to Bree? She... She came to the door, like it took like nearly 10 minutes for her to get to the door. And I'm thinking, is she home? She came with a walker. And I, I mean, 29 years old, young, vibrant, beautiful. And I thought like, well, what happened? And she said, you know, my diabetes is really taking a toll. And I just remember the whole time thinking, why are you cutting my hair? You should be, that's how she was. Like, oh, don't worry about me. How are you? You, you need to be ready for essence. Just so giving and kind. And it's like, you could feel her aura. She was just one of the sweetest people. And so she's cutting my hair, talking. And meanwhile, I complained more about the weather than she complained about her predicament. Like, I'm like, well, how are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm not feeling so great, but I'm really grateful that I'm here and I'm happy and I'm just so grateful. And I just remember thinking, you know, you have nothing to complain about, Tiffany. But I also remember thinking that because she lived with her mom who also has diabetes. And I remember thinking that it looked like they were having a hard time as far as like getting around. And so I could not shake like the feeling of like, I have to do something. So I called one of my friends who's a social worker and said, and she's like the queen of advocacy. Like there's always a program. And so I called her, my best friend, Linda. And I said, Hey Linda, you know, I just came from a friend of mine's house. She looks like she's struggling. She has medical issues. Is there something she can apply for? And Linda, of course, in Linda fashion, I've known Linda literally my whole life. Our parents used to actually be roommates and Linda always knows a program. She's like, yeah, girl, there's a program where they're going food shopping, where they'll clean your house for you. All of this for free, as long as you qualify. And so she was like, ask your friend if she like would mind getting on the phone with me and I can walk her through. And so I hit up Brie and she said yes I would love that and they connected and Linda basically walked her through the process of applying for these programs that most people don't apply for and um but then the next day her her health started fading so this was like maybe a month or two ago and not, not even a month or two just a month ago and so she went to the hospital the next day but the plan was when she got out the programs were going to start but she went to the hospital we went to visit her in great spirits singing doing poetry she was so awesome like Every time we went, there was always someone. There was always people at the hospital visiting her. People don't visit their own moms, but they would come see her. <laughs> you know? And just in such great spirits. And so I just assumed, like, okay, she's getting better. She's looking better. And then she took a turn. And then this weekend, she was on a ventilator. And, like, I just kept telling Linda something doesn't feel right. I'm calling the hospital, but they're saying she's not there. And I just, because I, I had called her a few days before, and she didn't pick up. I texted her. She didn't text back. And that's not like her. And Linda went, like found out like she was at a different hospital. And as soon as she got there, they had honestly pulled the plug like within moments of her getting there. And I was just like, what? Oh, that's awful. I'm yeah. Sorry. And it just. Diabetes I, is, um, you know, I think people make light like light of diabetes, but it, yeah. it can kill my my I have a, a huge history. My family history of diabetes and. I mean, especially when we talk about the black community and minority yes. communities in general, like diabetes is a killer. It is. And Superman's mom passed away early. I mean, she was still in, like, I believe, her 50s. Diabetes. And yeah. 
we worry about Supergirl because she is like her grandmother's twin and just worrying about like making sure that her health is like where it ought to be. I mean, she's active and she's young, but still. And it just, I didn't realize the extent of like what diabetes can do. Heart, liver, it just it's, so quickly. Yeah. It's, it's treatable and it's, you know, but it's like you have to have access and the resources and it's just, it has to be like part of the community culture. And I feel like yes. it hasn't really hit um, it, black communities. Like my, my aunt, you know, Aunt Shirley, may she rest in peace, passed away about five, six years ago. And, like, she had the treatment. She had had her leg amputated or below the knee amputated and, like, all these drastic procedures. And yet, and yet, you go there and there would be the orange soda and there would yeah. be the pizza. And it, it's, 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 um, it's sad, but it's, like, you don't know what I, – I, I don't know what's at the root of that. But um, it was – it's sad to see so many of my family – sort of be taken way too early. I mean, way too early. My gra- Just like um, Superman's mom, my grandma died in her late 50s from um, complications of diabetes. My dad had diabetes until two years ago. And let me just give a shout out to Obamacare for this. I don't know if I've told you this before, but so when Obamacare was enacted, the first thing I did was call my dad and I was like, we're signing you up. Cause mm-hmm. for, since, I, since my parents split when I was 10, my dad has not as health, had health insurance ever. He goes always goes to the emergency room and waits eight hours to be seen for whatever. Um, but he got Obamacare, got a good plan, and he went and he got gastric bypass surgery. Mm. Um, and immediately the diabetes went away. Immediately. Wow. And ever since then, he's changed his lifestyle. He's eating better. Yay. He's like reinvigorated him. And, I, and I'm so happy because for the longest time, I was like, is my dad next? Like he's in his – he's almost 60. You know, this is like the danger zone. Not many people in his family make it past 60. Um so yeah, I don't know. I I I think what what you did, and I think like we just like could reach out to people more, yeah, and, and help them with those I, issues. But to she me, was so young though. I and honestly, this has been. W- w- there was a few like kind of like life lessons that I learned. One was to like like you said, visit your friends, go check on them. Like not just phone call because on the phone everything seems fine. It wasn't until I went to see her, you know. And then if something doesn't feel right, act on it. Like I wish. You know, I like just there's so many services out there. Like I always tell Linda that she needs to start a business called the on-call advocate because it doesn't matter where we go. Like, you know, someone could be like, oh, you know, I have like, you know, left toe pain. And Linda's like, you know, there's a program for left toe pain. (laughs) (laughs) So, but there's so many programs, but a lot of people don't know how to navigate. And I always thought she should start a business, you know, showing people how to do so. But to like, you know, visit those people that you care about help them research programs. There's so many available to you. And two, she, with, despite the fact that I'm sure she was feeling terrible as far as physically, the grace and the courage that she displayed. I mean, some people, you know, they pay lip service. Oh, I'm fine. She was genuinely grateful. Just like such a warm spirit. I remember thinking like, how can you not be angry or mad? But none of that was there. And I just remember thinking that it just reminded me to really walk in a space of gratefulness, you know, because here she was grateful for, for where she was at that moment in time, despite things happening. And sometimes I have everything and I'm way less grateful at times, you know? Well, it sounds like she knew that she was loved in the end. Yeah. Friends around. Yeah. So yeah, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm like, yeah, I was just like, sheesh, like just. No, thanks for talking about it. I think we, it's always, it's good to talk about that kind of stuff.
So it is time for brown break or brown boost. Are you breaking or boosting? I always take a break. Well, shoot. I want to do both. First, I want to give a boost to all the Olympic athletes because obviously that's been my entire life recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're all amazing. I want to take a break though. I don't know if you've been noticing, but there's been a little, and especially for Gabby Douglas, there's been some Mm -hmm. like, it's like somewhat sexist. I'm pretty sure most of it's like rooted in sexism, but just like the way that announcers and reporters have been like referring and not just reporters, but like fans on Twitter and stuff have been reacting to these athletes. And I'll just use Gabby as an example. Cause like people have been dragging this poor girl, Olympic gold medalist from 2012, like respect. You should give her some respect. Um, have been dragging her. Oh what? my God. There's a mouse. <laughs> Get me out of this apartment. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. It went under the bed, Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh, my God. I know, I know. Believe me, I understand. Oh, my God. It was a baby. <laughs> I thought it was over. It's never over. <laughs> it's New York. It's never over. Oh, my shit. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. We need, like, that, um, that, that, like, public service announcement. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> Maybe I should leave that in the show. That would be funny, uh, at least part of it. People are going to like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just sorry for your eardrums, everybody right now. But um, this is a mice emergency. If you know a good exterminator in the uh, New York City area, please give me a call. I digress. So anyway, um, yeah, so I was going to take a break from haters on Gabby Douglas. Oh, so she did not, she deigned to not put her hand over her chest during the national anthem um, while at the Olympics. And people just dragged her and said she was unpatriotic, blah, blah, blah. Her mother and her finally, like, you know, her mother, of course, Mama Bear, Mama Bears cannot hold back. So her mom, her mom took to the media and was like, listen, not only is my father like a two time Vietnam War veteran and we have strong military ties, you know, strong family ties to the military. It was highly, you know, rude and insulting for people to challenge our patriotism and like and not just that, but like making fun of Gabby's hair, which has been like has been a thing since the last Olympics. And I'm just like, what is it going to take for like these young women to get some respect, you know, like stop trying to take stuff away from them, you know, whether it's because she's young or black or talented, like I, I it's, it's just not fair. So on her yeah. behalf, I, I take a break. I just, I felt so because she's supposed to be, this is supposed to be one of the happiest times of her life. She's accomplished so much and it's hard, you know, even when you do well, it's so hard to, kind of like close yourself off from like you know people doing stuff like that because you're a human being uh i feel i just wish i could give her a big hug and be like girl like you don't don't use this amazing time in your life to think about those people who are being hurtful although i know it's hard that you are doing something that literally not even one percent of the population could attempt you know and so just focusing on that and just rocking out you're awesome and if you're on the Twitter's Brown Ambition, just do the hashtag We Love You Gabby. That's what I oh, did today. Yeah. Just show oh. her your love. Because for yeah. every hater out there, there's a million people who love you who are not on Twitter. Exactly. So, um, and I just feel bad just that she tries. She works so hard. She's crying at the Olympics when it should be just like this amazing moment for her. Yeah. Um, people just suck sometimes. So Supergirl was away with her her mom on a road trip. I said Supergirl had like the best summer ever. She went to California. She did this road trip. She did so many amazing things at nine. Can you imagine? She's got a better life at nine than I had at 30, 
30. <laughs> so she was away. And um, so me and Superman, we were like, it was so nice to reconnect. We were like, well, who are you? My name's Tiffany. You know, I got dressed up for like the first time in ever. He was like, you look nice. And I was like, wow, has it been that long? We had like a, a day long date where we hung out in the morning. We went to lunch in the afternoon. We took like a, a nap. And then we went out to dinner. We went to a movie. We went to like this pier. We stayed out to like two or three o'clock in the morning. It was just such a nice, like, you know, love weekend. So, you know, hopefully there'll be a new super baby coming soon. <laughs> Hello? Mandy. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize I was on mute. I'm like, no wonder she's not responding to anything I'm saying right now. I was I'm like, like, I was doing the let's get it on. Oh, meanwhile, all those are gone. <laughs> let's get it. Did you guys put on the Barack Obama uh, nighttime playlist uh, <laughs> no. before you got friendly? You know what? Our, you know what the music that we like. He likes um, um, Drew Hill, the Drew Hill Radio. I know. Oh like, my god, that's amazing. <laughs> It says like, like, like Casey and Jojo and Boys yes, to Men comes yes. on. Yes. Oh my, feel a little punk coming through. Yes. Oh my God, literally that song happens like three thirds. Yes. Oh that, that song okay. was my was my sexual awakening. <laughs> honestly, that song on pop up video in the morning before school, I was oh ready God. to go. <laughs> that, yes, Drew Hill Radio. For those of you who are not in the know, if you're in your late twenties, thirties, maybe even early forties, put. Do yourself a favor and put on some Drew Hill radio. That will get you in the mood. You're like, yes, for I'll make love to you like you want me to. Like, like in just, an unironic way. Yeah. It's just honestly, it's like the best radio station. It just, it's, it's, the, it's the radio station that just keeps on giving. Well, it's nice that you guys took time for your love, which I feel like, you know, can fall to the wayside in life. Are there any questions or do you want to just do a quick tip? Um, I do have a quick question from a reader. So she has an auto loan question mm-hmm. and I, and I want to answer it as car loans. I feel like more, well, I don't feel, I know studies show stata, data shows that the number of people who are getting stuck with high interest car loans is out of control. Um, car loans are easier than ever to get, which is awesome, but people often find their way, we've talked about this before, getting stuck with like double interest, digit interest rate loans. Um, so I, we had a question from a reader named Roni, and she says, I have a car loan of $22,000 on a 2014 Jeep Cherokee. Cherokee. What am I saying? Cherokee. I pay $600 a month for this loan. I'm a single mother with two sons. Um, my question is, how can I pay off or get rid of this SUV note? I want to start saving for a home for my boys while living and paying. T- oh, I want to start saving for a home. Um, and I'm also working on paying tuition for my 18-year-old son. Um, I also have a little bit of credit card debt and about $75,000 worth of student loan debt. I mean, this woman could be like the picture of America right now with mm. – you know, auto loan debt and student loan debt, mm-hmm. stressing her out even more than the mortgage debt. Like it's a lot going on. And um, so to answer her question, it's it's difficult. It's hard to answer the question. I actually went back to her and had to ask, you know, a little bit about her credit history and um, sort of found out that her credit isn't too great. And when that happens, people are afraid of what, like they're afraid of not getting approved for a loan. So they don't go to a bank. Yep. They go to the car dealership. And they walk in and they say, hey, you know, my credit's not so good. I probably can't afford something nice. And the, and the auto dealer's like, oh, I'm your best friend. 
we're just friends here. Like, oh, we can get you a great deal on a car. We're definitely going to get approved, 100%. We have this financing department back here. Sit down with my friend Joseph. He's going to hook you up. And next thing you know, you walk out like this woman did with an 18% car note, which is like four times, no, not five times more than typical interest rates on car loans. Um, so unfortunately, the best the best advice for people listening, if you haven't found yourself in this situation yet, is just like, don't put yourself in that situation. Um, always shop around for a car loan. Yes. Never go with a dealer's financing unless he's like your godfather and he's saying, <laughs> he's like, you know, giving you a 1% deal or something like that. But it's almost always a bad deal. Always. Um, because yeah. they know you're desperate and uh, they know you're insecure. And, and you don't, and you don't have that. to, like, I'll say this. So super, super mom, that's super girl's um, mother. I remember um, she wanted a car. Honestly, the car that she had just, just kept breaking down. And she was like, oh, I want a car. She just got herself a 2016 Honda or something or other. But what happened when I, like, when I first started dating super uh, man, you know, we met, actually really like her. We had, we're both Libras and we were talked about finances and she became a dream catcher. She started raising her credit score. She raised it a hundred points in the last few months. And we talked about like, you know, she really wanted a car. And I said, you know, you should make sure you join a credit union, come with your own financing. And so it took some time, but she was able to do so. Now her interest rate um, is not definitely, it's not like one or 2%, but it's not 18. And so she was able to get her financing from her, from her um, credit union and bring it to the whatever dealership that she desired and was able to get her car. And so you don't have to have perfect credit um, in order to do so. You know, should you take some time to raise your credit score? Certainly. But even now her credit's not perfect. It's just better. And she's better. I could just tell she's so proud of herself. Like, and I'm proud of her, you know, to like taking the time, raising your credit score in a few months, doing the research, going to apply for um, a loan responsibly and getting it and then able to and being able to get the car that you really wanted. Cause she's like, I've always had used cars. They're always, you know, they're always breaking down and now I'm able to get this car and it's mine. So that's what I would say is that like, you know, start with uh, a credit union. And if you're yes. not a member, you should join. Everyone should have to me. You don't every- always have to be a member. Oh, really? You know, okay. there are credit unions. PenFed is one. Listen, <laughs> I know I, I talk about magnifying money a lot, but you have there. I'm going to post this in the in the blog post on brownadmission.com today. But we have an auto loan refinancing um, uh, tool where you can put in what kind of loan you need and how much. Mm. And, and a lot of the best rates are offered by credit unions and you do not have to be a member. Not That's all the time. awesome. Yes. I did not know that. It's true. Not for all of them. For many, yes, but not for all. A lot no, of credit unions are lowering their standards a little bit to allow more people to um, to take advantage of their low rates. Um, but absolutely, totally support. Hashtag endorse the credit union. No, um, and you can't, you may, you know, if you have bad credit, refinancing may not be a possibility because you do, it's like taking out another loan. So you have to have pretty decent credit to get qualified. You know, sometimes dealers will try and talk you into um, rolling your loan over into a new yes. car. Uh, somebody wrote me that huge today. trap, huge trap. Don't I told do her, it. Don't do it. I said, don't do it, girl. Don't do it. She was like, yeah, because they said we could get a better car. new. I was like, girl, so you're going to owe, you're going to be paying for one, but owing for two. Don't yes. do it. It's like, just like almost doubling the debt you already have. Yes. Um, you can ask to renegotiate. Not very likely it can happen, um, but it's worth a try. 
And if it comes down to it, sometimes, um, you know, the experts I talked to when I was doing a story on this said, sometimes you just want to cut your losses, sell the car and start fresh. That's exactly what Superman did. When I first met him, he had this huge truck. He loved it, loved it, loved it. His, his payment was literally rent. I was like, who? Yo, GMC played you, brother. And so he ended up doing that. He ended up, um, um, he actually went, what did he do? Yes, he sold the truck. He sold it and just started from scratch. And he actually went to, the way he was able to do it, we, oh my gosh, these people are driving me crazy. Sorry, Mandy. Hello, <laughs> like, this is uh, the office of Tiffany Alicia. Hot, hotline bling. <laughs> and um, what, I, what, I, what I had him do was he actually went to his credit union, got a loan to pay it off. While yes. he was eating, you know, and that way at least his interest rate was way lower and then was able to sell it. And so start from scratch. And that's as a result, an, he's debt free now. You know, that was really like that and some credit card debt, which he's since paid off. So he's debt free as a result of making those choices. At first he thought it was like evil girlfriend. Look what you're making me do. <laughs> and now his credit score, which was a five something when I met him, is a 750. Man, and I'm like, he upgraded. Mm-hmm. What? And I'm like, you're welcome. So that means my ring, right? <laughs> I just picture like a little wand with like a star on the end going ding. Bibbidi bobbidi boop. Better credit. Um, yeah. That was the next step, though. Yeah. When, so when you just so to reiterate, when you sell your car, you're probably gonna you know use whatever you get from the car to pay off a chunk of the loan. Then you'll have leftovers, so you can then apply for a personal loan through a credit union, which is an amazing place to start. Um, and I'll put another link to our personal loan, Magnify Money's personal loan site. And again, like Magnify Money is awesome because it's all unbiased advice. We just do all the hard work for you. Blah blah blah. Sounds like a sales pitch, but it's awesome. Um, and you can use that personal loan to pay off whatever balance you have and then start free. Yeah. The Superman method. <laughs> exactly. Where's that credit score? And then paying off the, the truck in full, like that was one of the things that helps to really significantly raise his credit score because he paid down a yes. huge amount of debt, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so if you guys have any more questions, feel free to email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. And while you're at it, tell us what brown ambition means to you and enter our contest for a dinner with me and Tiffany. Yes. And we're going to eat at the most yummy place. When you have this food, you're just going to be like, where has it been my whole life? This chicken will give you life. What? We'll give you life, take it, and then reinstate you. Yes, yeah, what she said. <laughs> whatever, whatever she just said. It's very late at night. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, we had a wild night tonight from the phone ringing to the baby mice. It's just been Listen, a Listen, let me just tell you. Let me update you guys on, the, on Operation Mice. The thing, <laughs> this tiny baby is still in here somewhere. I don't even know how you're managing. People have been coming in and out. I've been putting it on mute. There's lots of activity, but I have not seen this critter be caught. And where there's a baby, there's a mama. And yes! I... Yes! And other babies. I, know. I can't, I'm really... you guys, my life right now. I can't. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. Am I an adult? And what is happening? I live with my in-laws and the mice are out of control. Um, okay. Anyway, let's do some let's do some wins. Yes. All I do is win, win, win. Oh, well, I'll give uh well no, I'll wait on that. Because that's like a personal win, but I haven't signed the contract yet. So <laughs> let me not. They're gonna be oh. like, actually, no. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. I love contracts. Um, I know. Um, let me see any wins that I have seen on the outside. I mean, I guess my wins would have been like, um, Olympics, but you know, we can, already talked can about we cheat that. and just do the entire Olympics, America, team America. Yeah, we could Olympics. do, we could totally do that because I think we can all agree that is the biggest one of the week. Yeah. And I'll say team America, but then also Usain Bolt because he is bananas and amazing. And a win for health and for helping friends who 
may not be, you know, willing or may not feel like they can ask for help. Yeah. Go out, go out and call, call your friend tonight and ask them how they are. You may not, they may not be doing well and they may be too afraid to say anything. And ask them for real. You know how you do that whole, hey, hey girl, how are you? Oh, I'm good. No, but like really like, no, sincerely, how are you? How are you feeling? Like, you know, when people actually want to know. Exactly. And so do a little dip. That's, that's your homework till next time. Do a little, a little bit more of a deep dive with somebody that you care about and taking the time to just say, no, how are you actually? Is everything really okay? And, you know, because sometimes like you said, if someone asks me, hey, Tiffany, how are you? I always say fine. Because I know that's what they mean. Like they just—it's just a greeting, not that they really want to know. Not because anything's wrong, just because. But if someone asks sincerely, "How are you really doing?" Then they get a different answer. So I challenge you to do that with your friend um, this week. Well, luckily I have resting bitch face, so people always think something's wrong with me and just always ask me what's wrong. <laughs> so I have plenty of opportunities to vent, but maybe people out there don't. <laughs> that's just a B a BA problem. Brown girls, you know, we're always accused of that. So. I don't care. It's my face. It's the face God gave me. This is my expression. Give me something to smile about and it might change. All right. I'm done. All right, right, y'all. We will see y'all next week. Uh, See y'all next week. I look forward to hearing your Brown Ambition um, contest entries. Again, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. .com. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Oh, my God. Pray for me. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.